0: We have to get out of that mindset of labeling food as good or bad, and what I want you to think of it as is that this food will take me closer to feeling like my best self and take me to ultimate health, and this food is going to take me further and further away from feeling amazing. And when you can start to look at food that way, you'll, you'll have a whole different frame of mind about it. Hello and welcome! My name is Shelly Simonson. I'm a mom of four and a fitness and wellness coach with over two decades in the industry. I'm a trauma and cancer survivor living my life now on a mission to help you reclaim your voice, stand in your power, and build the confidence to not simply survive this life but to thrive and create the life you know is waiting for you. It's time to get out of your own way and be her now. Hello, my sister friends. Thank you so much for being here with me today. This is episode 11 of the Be Her Now podcast, and I am coming to you with um, just being kind of under the weather today, not feeling amazing, but I do feel well enough to sit upright in my closet to come and deliver the value that I promise to bring you every single week, every Tuesday, to be specific. So I am showing up for you today. I am prepared and I'm excited for the content that I have for you today. I actually was writing up this um, content to give out as a freebie. And I was just creating this and I thought, everybody needs this. So I'm just going to share this with the world. So what I've done for today is I created my top five tips that I give to all of my new clients to help them ensure that they are getting started on the right foot to ensure their success. Does that sound exciting for you? Because if so, keep on listening and there might even be a bonus at the end because I like to over deliver. So here we go. This is gonna be short and sweet today. Top five tips that I give all my new clients when they're getting started to help them ensure success on their wellness journey. Tip number one, tell everybody, (laughs) tell your closest friends, your family, make a post on social media if that's what helps you feel like you're able to stay more accountable, whatever works for you, or just tell one person, tell your significant other, tell your bestie. When you tell somebody, it makes it real. When those words actually come out of your mouth and you feel like you want to suck them back in and you go, oh my gosh, this is real. I have to do this now. That's when you know that you're going to be more likely to stick with your plan. Ask them to hold you accountable. Ask them to help cheer you on. Your loved ones want to see you succeed. Better yet, ask them to join you. Put together your own accountability group or join one of mine. That's what I do as a coach. I bring women together and we, we work on staying consistent and accountable together and cheer each other along. You're going to be more likely to show up if you've got somebody waiting for you in a Zoom room or at the gym at 6 a.m. You are going to be much less likely to skip out on that. So consider telling one or more people that you're going to do this. Number two. Number two fiercely, fiercely guard your bedtime. Now I'm not saying that morning workouts are a requirement, but I can tell you in all honesty that the people who knock it out of the park first thing in the morning and get that workout done are the people who are most likely to stick with it and hence see the results. If you can get it done first thing before anything else gets in your way, you're going to stay more consistent. I know how easy it is to say, oh, I've got time later. I'm going to sneak it in later on my lunch break or after work, or once the kids go down for a nap. But the likelihood of things popping in and filling up your day is very high. And I'll tell you the truth. Honestly, some of those things that pop in and fill your day aren't even important but you let them take up your time. And before you know it, you're stuck at the end of the day going, what happened to my day? Where'd all my time go? And then you're frustrated and you're ticked off and you are resentful towards other people, mad at yourself. So many of the ladies that I work with, they work a full-time job outside of the home. And when we look at their schedule and when we really try to evaluate that and go, okay, where are you going to fit in this 30 minutes? You know, if you're getting up to get to work by 7 or 8 and you have a family at home and then you don't get off till maybe 5 or 6 some days and your kids are in sports or activities and you get home it's either literally going to be 5 or 6 a.m. or it's going to be 8 or 9 p.m. This is what I see. And and if you are down to the wire and you really have to make a sacrifice to fulfill your goals to get active There's got to be a place in your schedule where you find that time to make it happen. So mornings are when most people will tend to stick to their workout. In order to make those morning workouts happen, you need to have a solid nighttime routine and give yourself a lights out by whatever time that is for you and make that non-negotiable. For me, it's lights out by 10 p.m. at the latest in order to wake up, feeling bright eyed and bushy tailed and ready to step foot out of bed so in order to make that happen think about how you can reverse engineer your evening so what does that mean that means looking at from for us it's about from 5 p.m on in the day it's like this is what this means we are shutting it down we are working together to get dinner ready we are collaborating together on whatever homework or whatever is going on, bath time, bedtime, so that we can be in bed and have lights out by a certain time. You're going to need help with this. You're going to need people who are stepping in and helping you cook, helping you clean up, helping you bathe the kids, whatever it's going to take in order to make this happen. Don't be afraid to ask for help. It is a team effort and know that everybody in your household is going to benefit from a happier healthier mama. They just are. Your kids will notice a difference. Your a difference. Your significant others will notice a difference in how you're showing up in your life by taking care of yourself and prioritizing your own health. Please don't ever see it as being selfish. Do what you need to do to make it happen. And when you do get into bed, I know I need to work on this as well, but Working on getting rid of the screen, the phones, the iPads, the computers, the TV, shutting all that down early and instead picking up a book. I am getting better at doing that. It is a it's a bad habit to break. I'm raising my hand on that. I get it 100 percent. Light a candle, diffuse some lavender essential oil that'll help you feel sleepy and um, just help you feel like you're able to relax and actually shift into sleepy mode. Make sure your room is quiet. Um, you, you can turn on a fan for some white noise. Make sure your room is nice and cool, maybe even a little bit chilly and very, very dark. So anything that you can do to, to facilitate that, you're going to be in much better shape. I use an eye mask that doesn't let one speck of light in. I put in my little earplugs. I cannot hear a thing. If, if robbers are breaking into this house, I am dead to the world. <laughs> I am a very heavy sleeper and I'm very blessed to, to be able to say that. I understand that's not the case for everybody, but the, if you need assistance to be able to sleep better, use that eye mask, use those earplugs, get off your screens early, make sure your room is completely dark and cool. Okay, that's step number two. So so far we have ask your friends to support you. Tell your friends for accountability. That's step number one. and step number two is fiercely guard your bedtime. If you can't tell, I'm showing up today with uh, a slight cold. Um, but I'm powering through. So far so good. That is step two. All right, moving into step three. Step three is where we clean out our fridge, clean out our pantry, to reflect the person you want to be. Think of it that way. Don't think about, oh, I got to throw all my junk away and I got to throw all the good stuff out. Think about it as who do I, my fridge and my pantry are a reflection of the woman that I want to be. And if being an energetic mom who is comfortable in her skin and happy with herself when she looks in the mirror is your goal, then Oreos and ice cream and chips do not, align with that vision for yourself. Energy requires nutrient-dense foods, lots of veggies, fruit, healthy fats, lean protein. Out of sight, out of mind. If you can't trust yourself around it, do not have it in the house. I love my sweets just as much as the next girl. I have horrible sweet tooth and I cannot keep that stuff in the house if I'm wanting to feel my best. If I do have a hankering for something, we'll go and get a little pint of ice cream or gelato and my husband and I will split that between the two of us and it's maybe once a month we'll do that or we'll have, I'll buy little um, individually packaged dark chocolates Dark chocolate is actually really good for you. It's a good source of iron. It has to be 70% or higher cacao or cocoa. So um, to make sure that you're getting nutrients from your chocolate and just not satisfying a sweet tooth, but you're actually getting some health benefit from it as well. And, and we'll just have one a night if we're needing that. Keep the foods in your house that will help you feel good. And I on this note, I want to say that there is no such thing as a bad food or a good food. I talked about that in one of my previous episodes. We have to get out of that mindset of labeling food as good or bad, and what I want you to think of it as is that this food will take me closer to feeling like my best self and take me to ultimate health, and this food is gonna take me further and further away from feeling amazing. And when you can start to look at food that way, you'll you'll have a whole different frame of mind about it so that's number three all right number four we're getting into the nitty-gritty about nutrition because this is where the number one area that i see most of us fail most women fail is in taking control of their nutrition and within that area the biggest piece of that is planning out your food Remember, if you fail to plan, plan to fail. Not saying you have to have a whole month's long meal plan ready and a whole week's worth of food at a time. If you can, more power to you. I personally don't do that. And I honestly, I'll eat leftovers the day after, maybe two days after, but I don't like food beyond like that two day mark. So I don't meal prep a bunch of food in advance. What I am good at though is making extra protein at dinner. So if we're grilling chicken or making, um, you know, taco meat or anything like that, I like to have extra so that I have that in the fridge so that it is ready to dump on top of a salad and have a quick lunch the next day. And on that note, convenient veggies help me out a ton. So I'll buy a tub of mixed greens. I will buy um, snap peas. I will buy um, baby bell peppers. Um, I was for a long time. I was eating baby carrots until I realized that they're not even. They don't even taste like carrots. Once you go back to eating like real carrots and peeling your own carrot, it's crazy how much a carrot actually, how sweet it is, how much flavor it has, compared to those baby carrots. Um, but you can like. I'll chop up jicama, carrots, celery. Um, And just have as many like pre-chopped veggies in my fridge as possible. And also like zucchini, that stuff works really well. Um, Like zucchini, asparagus mushrooms, um, for like egg scrambles in the morning, for stir fries at dinner. And so the less complicated you can be, the better. If you can have just a solid base of some veggies prepped in the fridge, you are going to be set for quick, easy meals. Also, um, I always have snacks available, and my kids make fun of me about this. I always have a bag of nuts in my purse, in my bag, in my whatever, in my in the car, in the console. There's always a bag of nuts, so dry roasted or just raw, um, unsalted nuts. Mostly, um, like walnuts are really good. Um, almonds are okay, but walnuts are kind of the the prima donna of healthy veggies uh or healthy healthy nuts i told you guys i'm not feeling very well and it's literally like 150 degrees in my closet right now um but having snacks on hand will help prevent you from going off the deep end so even in in the house in the fridge like um, string cheese um fresh cut veggie sticks with those little hummus packets um fruits Things that you can grab quick and easily in a hurry, so that you're not starved by dinner time. And this is—I can go so far into this, but for the sake of time and for the sake of sticking with these five points, I'm going to stop right there and I'll save more for a future episode about nutrition because there's so much I've learned, so much I've—I've seen, so much that I've taught, and that feedback that I've gotten from clients over the years that I can share with you, and I will continue to do that on future episodes. So that was number four. I'll recap all of them at the end here. Number five, get yourself a nice big water bottle. This will be your new best friend. Never leave the house without it. Never be seen without it. Let people know you by the size of the water bottle you carry. Let them joke about you. Who cares? You're hydrated. You are taking one of the best steps towards health that you can be doing by staying hydrated keep your water bottle with you in the car. It's gonna be on your bedside table at night. You're gonna take it to church, to the park, to work, to the gym, everywhere, okay? Because ideally you you want to be drinking at least half your weight, half of your body weight in ounces of water every single day. So a 160 pound woman is gonna need about 80 ounces of water per day. So the bigger your water bottle, the less times you'll need to go and refill it and the more likely you are to drink more of it. So here's a life hack that I learned about uh, being able to get all your water. And if you struggle with not getting enough water, what you're going to do is decide how many times you're going to need to refill your water bottle each day. So I personally have a half gallon jug water bottle that I carry around. But if yours is, let's say 30 ounces, You're probably going to need to fill that about three times a day. So in the morning, wrap three rubber bands around your water bottle. And each time you empty a water bottle, remove one of those rubber bands. So by the time all three are gone, you know that you have drank what you need every day. How cool is that? All right, that's five, you guys. So let's recap. First one is when getting started on a wellness journey of my FOP top five tips to ensure you're going to knock it out of the park. Number one is tell close friends and or loved ones to get their support. Number two is fiercely guard your bedtime. Number three, clean out your fridge and pantry to reflect who you want to be. Number four is if you fail to plan, plan to fail. That's regarding your nutrition And number five, get yourself a huge water bottle, as big as you're comfortable carrying around. I said I might have a bonus, and I do. So here is the final thing that I want to leave with you. And I hope that you hear this above all, okay? Whether you follow any of my previous five tips or not, listen in closely to this one, because this is what will make or break your success. You ready? Here it is. Give yourself some grace. Give yourself grace. You are working on forming new habits and breaking old habits. You are working on creating a new lifestyle that's going to last for the rest of your life. And those old habits are so deeply ingrained and they're going to be hard to break. And you will slip up. You will. Just decide right now that it's going to happen, but that you need to understand that that does not mean that you are personally a failure and it's not the end of the road. And understanding that, that I am not a failure, and this doesn't mean that this is where I bow out, that's going to be imperative to picking yourself back up and moving forward as many times as it takes. You might miss your workouts. You might be sick. You might break a bone. You might slip up and go back for seconds when you weren't even hungry and it turns into just a week-long binge. We are human and things are going to happen. You're going to get down on yourself, but do not ever let that negative self-talk infiltrate your mind to the point that you just decide that you can't do this you have to remind yourself that you're human and that you are on a lifelong journey of health, not just weight loss. This is a lifelong journey that you are pursuing to be your best self for the rest of your life for you and for your loved ones. And you need to be able anytime that happens to go back and remember your ultimate reason for starting. And when i say your ultimate reason it's not to lose 10 or 20 pounds you need to know why that's important to you you need to know why you do not like being stuck where you are and why you even set out and were willing to take those first steps initially to start this journey you have to know that get that down on paper before you start And whether or not you ever share that with anybody is up to you, but the more raw and real and vulnerable and honest you can get with yourself about that, the better. Because I want you to be able to go back to that when you need to, when you're feeling defeated and when you're feeling like you want to throw in the towel. Don't do it, my friend. Giving up will not get you there any sooner. Only getting back up. And getting back at it will. No matter how many times you fall, you have to get back up. And I am always here to cheer you on and support you. That is what I do. That is my favorite thing in the world to do. That is why I established this career in fitness for the past 24 years now. It's what fills my heart and my soul. So I am always here to help and support you in any way that I can. And I'm just going to leave you with a little bit of a teaser that I didn't expect to do. But I'm declaring it right now. And I want to share with you that I have something big in the works for you coming. And it, I, that just left my mouth. Remember at the beginning of this episode when I said, when you tell somebody, and if you feel like you want to suck those words back in, then you know it's go time. That's what just happened to me. I want to suck those words back in. But I'm telling you, I am declaring it right now that I have big things coming for you To be a part of that, are a compilation of my decades in this industry of working one on one so closely with women, feeling their heart, feeling their emotions through this super vulnerable journey of weight loss and self love. And I'm so excited about this work that I'm doing and that I'm preparing for you. And I will share more as I have more details to share. So, with that, we're going to close up. And, uh, I so appreciate you being here and bearing with me through my brain fog today and through my stuffiness. And, uh, I just made a commitment that when I started this podcast, that I was going to show up for you every week to deliver. And that was my goal and that's what I'm going to do. So I hope this was helpful for you today. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're loving what you're hearing and you know somebody who could benefit from this episode, please spread the love and share this with them. And I would be so grateful if you could take a moment to write a quick review wherever you're listening. Your feedback really matters to me. And don't forget to tag me on social media at Shelly Simmonson Fitness on Instagram and share your favorite takeaway. Learn more about how you can get in touch with me in the show notes. See you next time.